0: baby g i think it's your intro this time
1: do i gotta do the intro
0: yeah with some energy some oomph some effort all right let's do this thing <laughs>
1: What's up everybody? Welcome to the Big One Podcast. We are a motorsports podcast. We talk about a NASCAR, Formula One, Formula E, IndyCar, anything where they're driving cars on four wheels, we will probably talk about it. If you want to hit us up on Twitter, you can tweet us at PodcastBigOne. Also get us on your emails at PodcastBigOne at gmail.com. Yeah. What are we doing this week, boys?
0: Yeah, what's up? This is B-Boy. Get us on your
2: emails. Hey, it's new guy. I did go to Applebee's this week, and I can confirm that my email address is accurate. Applebee's sucks. At thankgodthisitisfridays dot hit me up. <laughs> um movie. ask for salad. Ask for the dressing on the side. That's my main advice. Um, does anyone have a sponsor this week? I've got one, if not.
0: Yeah, I think it's. I think it's on you. We might be. You were out sponsors. last week trying to get a sponsor, right? <laughs>
2: That's right. I was, uh, I was out last week doing some research. Uh, this week we've got hailing from Kearney, Nebraska, kits kitchen and coffee. If you find yourself in a similar position to me where you are on a 20 hour road trip and, uh, need to stop somewhere to do some work, get a little cold brew, maybe a little, uh, little flatbread, uh, stop by there. Drive on out to Kearney, Nebraska, kits kitchen and coffee. Hey, Tell them new guys sent you. They won't know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> did you? Do we get fifty percent off if new guys? We tell them new guys sends us or what's they'll, the deal? Are there any any scores you, for our listeners? You, ask
2: for, you <laughs> can ask for you can ask for fifty percent off, and that that is a guarantee. You know what's funny is you could just
0: go literally anywhere and just be like, yeah, new guy sent me, and they'll probably right. be like, wait, is it that dude? And they won't be thinking of you, but there's someone new guy
2: that they'll they'll assume. Yeah, this is a uh, life pro tip. Yeah, promo so, code, uh, new guy. Rules. Yeah, it's a real life promo code, basically. Um, you did. You guys watch? You see the their NASCAR race this week?
0: Yeah, NASCAR race is plural. Double header on the same mm-hmm.
2: day. Mm-hmm. How fun! Um, it was snow that canceled the race originally, or postponed it, right?
0: Um, snow nearby, it was, it was rain. Um, it was, I mean, it did end up snowing at the track a little bit, but like it was, it was raining and then it would snow a little bit and then it was, it was, it was just wetness in general. Um, an old ass track too. I heard the word weepers so many times. Um, that's just not a term I ever want to hear again. Um, for those that don't know, a weeper is the, like the track, even though it looks dry from the top. As soon as you start building heat into it, that moisture makes its way back to the top that's like a little bit more dormant and below below the top layer of the, the, the um, pavement and comes out anyway. So no matter how much you try and dry it, it's still there.
1: Double header on Sunday because the Xfinity race got moved to Saturday night. So Xfinity was rained out on Saturday, so we're going to go out of order this week. Let's start with Cup. The only thing I remember from Cup start of the races they spent a hell of a lot of time getting that track dry and it was kind of a small miracle that they ended up starting on time it, it sounded like the dryers were going literally non-stop all morning getting that track ready for green flag racing yeah they
0: worked yeah, hard maybe. it it rained basically all the way until the morning and they had this like short window which 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 i say short it was short enough that and because it was so hard to dry the track that they just had enough time to dry the track Get in those couple races and then it started raining again, like late into Monday morning. Um and then like they would have not been able to get this race in at all. And this, you know, being the last time that we were gonna be at two mile Fontana. Yeah. Um, glad we got it in.
2: Yeah. That'd been unfortunate. You you know, I was feeling like sadness. Yeah, same. loss. A little bit of grief watching this. Little race. little bit.
0: Although yeah, uh, the news came out, if we want to jump into the, the news of this before we get into the race, is yeah, the news not? came out the day before, or maybe on Friday, but, like, that they had sold the land already around the track um, for a little over a million per acre, which is, like, whew, makes sense.
1: Big money prices out there in SoCal.
0: Oh, yeah. And NASCAR themselves own that track and own, you know, the, what was it, ICM, CIM, I forget what the acronym was. ICM. ICM, yeah, own all those ICM tracks. And so for them, they recouped a little bit of that investment in buying those back in, like, whenever that was, 2015, 2018, somewhere in there. Um, As well as, you know, they didn't need it if they're going to be doing a short track. And, yeah, prime territory right there, just outside of L.A., proximity to Highway 10, Highway 15. It's a really good, really good spot.
2: And commercially rated already. Gotta make that money. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a good track. I'm, I'm sad to see it go. Uh, yeah. We had, I think the thing that I like most about it are these really, really wide restarts. It's a yeah. wide track. And these cars were really able to handle well enough that you had guys from the wall all the way down to the apron on the restarts. Oh, yeah.
0: People could, you could actually drive the apron. Um, And what, what's just great about it is like the way the cars have gotten, the way that we've evolved is everything's so downforce dependent. And then you hear so much about dirty air here's a track in which you can escape it right you can go to another line and maybe it's not your ideal line maybe you do want to run up to the wall but if you're faster than the other guy in front of you you can run a half a lane lower a whole lane lower and still run him down and you have that room to escape versus you know even at even at Michigan which is the most comparable the other 2 mile now the only 2 mile um track where you can get a lane away the difference in the the banking and the way that you're running that line is so different versus california it's kind of like if you're running the top versus the middle there's not that much difference it's all just rough one
1: of the coolest things is before the race even went green they did do a five five wide all the way through the field they did a full lap around just kind of salute the fans one more time to thank them for coming out all the years at fontana on the two miler yeah, it was pretty neat. Good, good show. I, I believe they do that at some of the other tracks as well. Am I remembering right that Phoenix does that? Did they do that at the end of the season last year? Um, I no, I remember last year one of the races they did kind of a four or five. I think they had the four
0: the fans. championship drivers at Phoenix do like at least the the dog leg or something like that, where Maybe they that's were four wide. Yeah, I think that that might be what you're remembering. But they've been doing this five wide salute here for a number of years. In fact, when I went there, I have a picture of it. Um from when cool. they did it back then it's yeah, it's a great it's 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 awesome um speaking of that the restart and then the start of the race, even though it had been raining for as long as it had been just just gunk just gunk and dust and dirt and God knows what else all over that track that just just ruined the front of some of these cars mm-hmm. just the way we like it i I Super thought it was insane
2: nasty. I mean it looked like it would have been hard to see I think it was radioactive electric, a lot
1: of the guys were saying that. Mm-hmm. I can't really see where I'm going. Am I? Am I in line? Am I out of line? That was interesting. It, it kind of seemed like it was just to start though. With once they got going, yeah. a lot of that kicked up and cleared up. Cleaned up.
0: Well, and in, in this case, like it was almost good that it was cloudy because it had not been sunny and you get that shit on your windshield. Like I mean, you know Ooh. what it's like to have that that sun glare on your windshield. Nice. It's so much worse when you've got like a bit of a uh, either either condensation or or you know salts or something else built oh, up in your yeah, windshield. It's the sure. worst. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, super, super dusty start, um, really like kind of destroyed some people's like internal combustion systems. I think Bubba ended up like blowing Mm -hmm. up essentially because the the car was just getting so much shit into the, the, the intake there, um, eventually clogging the intake holes into the radiator. So, um, yeah. And some folks, they had their splitter, um, literally like peeling apart at the front. Um, like the splitter was getting fucked up too. Um, people had paint, like their not their paint, but their their vinyl wrap getting ripped off the car. I mean, like it, it was brutal conditions out there, mm. and at high high speeds, which is yeah. why why it yeah. has such an effect. But
2: um, did the did the cars have much reliability issues last season? I can't really remember. What do you mean by reliability issues? Like these kind of like issues? did we see engines blowing up?
0: Not that much. I would say because it was the new car, I do remember the first half of the season, it was always the tire issues, right? Like that was what people were really, really struggling with. They were overdoing it on their setups. I think like we don't, we're not going to see that as much, but in terms of like engine issues, I think we've seen like the same number of engine issues per race and per team or whatever across a year um, for the past, like two decades, almost it's, it's pretty, it's pretty standardized at this point. Um, Now, granted certain mistakes, seem to happen that would normally get worked out during practice. And when practice gets rained out, it is expedited. Like we see more of these issues like Kyle Larson, for instance, had his electrical issue drops back 16 laps and ended up finishing 16 laps down. Um, even though it looked like he had a really strong car for the first number of laps, um, something that had he ran practice, they would have found it, they would have fixed it. And he would have never had that
2: issue in the race, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, you know, I was really impressed with the speed of uh, the Trackhouse house cars this race. For sure. Chastain and Suarez way far up there. Uh, third and fourth towards the end of the race for a good long period of time.
0: Yeah, right now, I mean, granted we're only two races in, but the best average finish is uh, Daniel Suarez followed by Ross Chastain.
2: Let's Very go. Nice. Yeah, uh,
0: the track house off to a, a flying start. It's... It's just these Chevys, man. I swear, like mm-hmm. all of the Chevys are just. The, I mean, we're again two races in. Let's let's overreact a bit here, um, but yeah, definitely the Chevys are out of the
2: gates real I think hot. We can call the season. Yeah, it's for over. Sure. To one of the track, Torres.
1: one of the two trackhouse drivers is going to be winning this yeah. season. You heard it here first. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. We'll see. Um, Blaney had some more pit troubles. Um, classic for him. Mm. We got to. I know this it was so sad to my see. Boy. God, it's brutal. It's brutal.
2: Us Blaney babes, the, we need – I want fan service to exist in NASCAR. And the type of fan service I want is Blaney's pit crew to stop fucking.
0: <laughs> yeah. If you could vote for one thing to change in NASCAR, it would just be Blaney's pit crew to not suck. Yeah. <laughs> do, we, do we need um, to
1: start a GoFundMe or something to get the A-team on Blaney
0: for uh, a couple of races? I don't know. Let's get, let's it, get some real sponsors first. Work, then we'll work on Blaney. Um. I did, I, I did find it funny that like all, with all that black cat thing, uh, for those that don't know, there was at one point a uh, picture a black cat that, that, I guess, had escaped the infield. Someone had brought it to the infield and it escaped, got out on the track while, I think it was while under caution was when, when it was out there. And don't know. Did it survive? Did it get hit? Nobody knows. Um, nobody seems to know, at least, or at least I've not seen the resolution to this. But I know there was a rumor online that Ryan Blaney hit it, which I would have been like, yeah, that's just... Par for the course right there. Um yeah. makes total sense.
2: Yeah, it would explain the bad luck. Very uh speaking of uh, an excellent point. I hadn't put that together, Brian. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of bad luck, You're smart, how man. about that that
0: restart wreck? What are I'm we, f- eye racing out here? Jeezy. Pete. Sloppy
1: sloppy all over they the board. Love. It was one of those accordion effects and it wasn't even soft hits on the restart. It was guys were full throttle. Other guys were just easing in and boom, just mm. get drilled on the backside. So oh, yeah. Those, yeah, those were no small hits and wrecked out 10 cars. It looked
0: like it would have, it would have wrecked out way more cars. Had these been the cars two years ago, you know, like people took some big shots in the rear and, and slammed into people in front of them. Like Blaney Blaney did that and was able to continue on um, and, and relatively unharmed for the, for the most part um you know that that would have destroyed the car of two years ago there's no way you would have you'd have been done um and so like props to having cars that can survive that but also i think this is just a product of having the longer restart zone is the guy doesn't have to go you can't jump the the snap as it were of when the guy goes and when you try to and the guy in front of you tries to and the guy in front of him tries to and then you all have guessed wrong by the time it gets back to you, the guy in front of you is at a full stop, and you, you just can't hit the brakes hard enough. So
1: I'm a big fan of the longer restart. It brings a little more excitement other than, you know, it was kind of in years past just, all right, we're, we're restarting, everyone kind of eases in, and then you just slam it. This year it's a lot more – the front guy can wait a heck of a lot longer than he could before, and if yeah. you're in the back like we saw this week at Auto Club, you got to yeah. be a little more careful than just throttling up once you see your, your spotter calls you're in the zone.
0: Yeah, I think this is for the best. One, because I want the leader to have a distinct advantage in restarting the race, um, and so they they can play a little bit more mind games. Um, That said, we had this a number of years ago. They had restricted the restart zone for a while there, but before this, we used to have a really big one, and it used to be people like Joey Logano and Kyle Busch were really good at restarts because they would just, they would toy with you. Yeah. I think the one thing, and I have no clue. I'd have to look this up to see if they're restricting it. But the one thing that they started to try to restrict before they shortened the zone was you can't hit the brakes. Right? You can roll your car. You can let out of the gas, whatever. But once you hit the gas, you're going. You can't hit the brakes.
2: I feel like that is a necessity. Yeah, I hope that they're doing that. Um, I wonder if you could throw your car into neutral, then gas it. To make it sound like, <laughs> <everybody>. no, that's <laughs> that level stuff. Hey, do yeah. you have
1: any some inside information or connections? We gotta give me get this
2: to Blaney's Give me team. a fucking contract. Let's go. Yeah, there you go. Let's get this to Blaney's uh, pit. Come on, pit boss put me in the ninety-one to, to car.
0: Yeah. yeah. The restarts of this race beyond that one were really good, though, because of, again, like what well, you all mentioned, like four to five lanes of racing going into the first several corners. I People knowing that's it. when they can make insane. up time. It was great. I was, so I was listening
1: to dumb. part of the race on awesome. MRN, and they're saying four or five on the restart. And I'm like, come on, that's is that really happening? And I went and watched yep. the race recap, and every restart, just like they called it, yeah. they're going four or five wide. The guys are four diving up right. and down. It's It was cool.
2: And still with, like, room to maneuver while five wide. It's crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, well, storyline of the race, Kyle Busch wins, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, Kyle Busch wins. Uh, who's behind him? Oh, Elliot, yep. right? Or Kyle no. Busch, uh, Elliot and then Chastain Suarez. Was it
0: Was it Chasos? Yeah. Oh,
2: duh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was.
0: Um. Uh,
2: yeah. I mean, honestly, like, that's a pretty good statement to make. The first race of the season that's not Daytona. hmm uh, to win after you've changed teams. Well, he's he That's basically
0: cool. had a shot at winning all three events if you count the Clash so far this year. Like and yeah. and finished well. He finished what 18th at, at uh, Daytona, but like had a he he oh, led right, at right. the 500 mile mark, right? Yeah. And, right. And got so.
1: re- got got wrecked out. Uh, exactly. So yeah. There, so. Yeah. RCR man, getting that first big win. Awesome performance by Kyle Busch. He got out front and. Never re- relented. He just kept hitting his marks. Yep. Brought it home for the win. Got out of the car. Did the signature Kyle Busch bow, and actually got some cheers. Cheers. I'm proud. Not yes, your normal moves. Some of the fans seem to be turning on on Kyle Busch. He drops M and M's, gets it in with cheddars, and now we're all loving him.
0: <laughs> I don't think it's the sponsorship change so much as it is racing for Dale Earnhardt's. You know, uh, the team that he raced for, right? Like, I think that. You, you gain back a lot of followers doing that. Um, I think it's funny. And people have mentioned this all off season that like all of those people that hated Kyle Bush because he wrecked Dale Earnhardt a couple or Dale Earnhardt Jr. Sorry. A couple of times um, have those like eight tattoos on their shoulder. And now they're Kyle Bush fans, you know um, just, just the, the whole role reversal of, of the guy you used to hate now being a guy that you respect and love. Um, you know, all love for Kyle Bush until he starts doing the like, you know, into the mic or whatever when he's uh when he's pissed off. So we're in the honeymoon phase right now. We are. He
1: starts yeah, yeah. he starts losing, not not being top ten, not not driving good like he was at the clash, Daytona, now here at Auto Club, he's gonna Windy Kyle Busch. Right back to good old good old kb good old Rowdy, uh
0: I will say it does seem like like he a, a couple times so far, I mean his disappointment at Daytona and stuff, it seemed like he wanted to be pissy Kyle Bush and held it back. And I wonder if he's holding it back because he's got new sponsors. Like, he was so set before, and now he's, like, he's really got to work it harder. And this week, I mean, he, he got Lucas Oil on the car, um, who I don't think has sponsored a full car in God knows how long. They sponsor everything else in motorsports, so I actually don't know if they make money or not. Um, but Lucas Oil on the car, and that was a sponsor that he brought. It wasn't a Reddick sponsor that he, you know, had left over. So
2: it, You know, it just seems so weird to me the concept of a sponsor wanting Kyle Busch but not wanting like heal Kyle Busch. You know? Yeah,
0: I feel like you have to embrace the good and the yeah. bad, right? hundred yeah. percent. Um yeah, uh kinda of speaking of, um Well actually let's you want to cover the Xfinity race?
1: Yeah, let's jump into it. Right after Please Cup race ends, we got a we got a break and we're going night racing for Xfinity series, so I thought the Xfinity series was absolutely fantastic. Got Blaney and Logano in the booth, which are they just bringing different cup drivers for the Xfinity calls this year? Or was this kind of a one-off shot because it was a doubleheader?
0: No, they do this. Um, in fact, they were scheduled to be in the booth on Saturday. But Blaney yeah, Blaney and, and, and Logano in the booth, um, it feel, felt bad for them. They probably like got to do a quick debrief with their team. Maybe they hit the shower, maybe not. And then they had to just immediately go back up and, and call so the race. Exhaust. Yeah, a long yeah. day for those yeah, guys. Yeah, a long day for sure. But they did a great job. I mean, I like Blaney, and so like it's easy to like Blaney in the booth. But Logano, honestly, is so good. He's really good in the booth. He's
1: funny. He calls. He's so good, good. Technical stuff. He's yep. natural at it.
0: Yeah, he should. He should definitely go to the booth afterwards. But they've been doing. They this. should
2: just replace the 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 Fox commentary team for cup races. Should be Blaney and Logano. Yeah, in car. Yeah, in yeah.
0: Like <laughs> just calling what they see in front of them. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, it could work. Uh. But yeah, like I, they've been doing these uh driver they've done full driver broadcasts where they even have some of the drivers down in the pits too. Um, and I thought that's been pretty good, but they've been doing the drivers in the booth, um, the cup drivers in the booth for a number of years now. And it's always been a big hit. Um, Sendrick was in the booth for the Arca race at Daytona already. Um, something about those Penske guys. They like to have them in there a lot, but Kevin Harvick is another one that's been up there a number of times. Really good. Kurt Busch has been really good in the booth. Uh, as much as I hate to say it, Austin Dillon has been in the booth a number of times, does a pretty good job. Um, yeah, there's just uh, these guys, these guys that can talk, you know, and, and and talk for a while. You don't see Chase Elliott or Kyle Larson up in the booth for a reason. Um, they 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 do a really good job up there.
1: Racing action itself. So early in the race, you know, you get to the end of the first stage, and fifteen in the top or ten of the top fifteen actually stayed out. A little bit of tire strategy early. Uh, mm-hmm. That was a big talking point for the commentary. Um, kind of after the stage two break, a little bit of just driving around, not a whole lot happening, but. The absolute funniest thing for me during this race is the eight kept kind of coming up on people into the wall and I don't remember if it was Blaney or Regano, but he goes, Oh, the eight just smushes 24 into the wall. And I just like (laughs) lost it watching the broadcast because the GGR cars were a little bit kind of getting into guys a little bit. And, um, the call was absolutely hilarious.
0: Yeah. That was the third JGR car to hit Tyler Reddick in the 24 in that same race. Um, which was kind of ridiculous. Yeah, the one hit him, like, really early on, like, in the first 10 laps. And then the – who was it? Um, It wasn't Allgaier. It would have been – I don't remember who it was. But uh, uh, someone came up and, like, almost – like, he was on the outside, and they came up and clipped the front nose, and they went for a spin. Luckily, Reddick didn't really get anything from that. But, yeah, then the eight – Josh Berry just runs very aggressively, and he just ran and, I guess, hoped that Reddick would back out of where he was, but he was a good, like, a quarter of a car length behind him. Like, they were, they were almost nose-to-nose and just smushed him right in the wall. Yeah, just, yeah, things you see in lower leagues, right? Um,
1: Caution with 20 to go. All of a sudden, they're going around to do the chews, and... Next thing you know, they're they're not choosing. They're, they're doing it a second time. I don't think I've ever seen that before where they do the choose. And then the uh, announcers come out and go, well, I guess that one didn't count. We're going to be choosing again. So they must have got word in the headsets that-,
0: that. Well, that has happened. And, and I'll tell you exactly what happened. Now, I don't know the order of the events. But basically what happens is they can do the choose. And then say if someone gets stalled on the track or they haven't cleaned up the wreck fully and they have to turn the lights back on that happens right and so like then you just got to do another lap you only do the choose the the lap that you're going green and so if they have to add another lap to caution the pace car flips the lights on now i had meant to go back and rewatch to see if they had done the choose rule and like finished it before the lights ever came on or not um my suspicion is like a couple people started to do the choose and then the lights came back on and so like it didn't matter at that point
1: Makes sense. They didn't get all the way through the field.
0: Exactly, and so that that would be my guess. But um yeah, who cares? Uh, that's that's part of the fun of the choose rule. The choose rule is like one of the best things that NASCAR has added. Which which granted, all local tracks generally do it, but uh, one of the best things that they've added um, in the last number of years.
1: Yeah, winner of this bad boy, John Hunter Nemechek brings it home. Uh, Sam meyer very close to his first first uh, major win. He finished in second. It, end of the race too it was a pretty thin crowd it looked like the temps were getting awfully cold in oh, the stands. Cold. so mm-hmm. unfortunately the the crowd kind of thinned out but that's a long day when you're watching two back-to-back races and, and the temperatures are, are cold people were wearing winter jackets hats gloves in, in southern california a lot of people looked like they had just you know seen enough racing action for the day but fans that did, did stick around saw a heck of a finish
2: Yeah. Yeah. Imagine those uh, SoCal folks aren't really super ready for that cold weather.
0: Yeah, they don't. Right? They don't have big jackets like that.
2: Not like us Midwest people, am I right? <laughs> man, I'd be wearing shorts and a T-shirt if it's fifty degrees. <laughs> yeah. go
1: crack some more beers. I'm ready to watch a third race. <laughs>
2: yep, for man, sure. Man. Um, um. Yeah. Anything else on Xfinity? I was driving uh, home from Denver, so I did not see it.
0: Gotcha. Nothing, yeah. No nothing I, more it,
1: from Xfinity for me. I've just want to say, last you know, two miler at Auto Club delivered fun. Mm-hmm. Fun Sunday, two back-to-back races. I got in my notes. It's going to be a travesty losing a track like this with some good history and going to a potential short track. We'll see. But yeah, good final weekend at Auto Club.
0: Yeah, here's here's one thing I have to say on that topic is just with how much they sold that land for, they could literally go to a cheaper part of the country and rebuild California and probably spend less money than they just made. Um, actually I know that they could spend less money than they just, they just made. So like it's possible. Maybe we do get a California type track back, but part of the character of a track is the age is the, you know, the track itself having aged over, you know, two decades, three decades kind of thing and, and wearing on tires and allowing for comers and goers during a race. And you can't replicate that even if you put money into it. So, um, yeah, sucks to lose. It was going to need a repave in the next couple of years anyway. So,
2: Yeah, they should build a new one. I think that's a good idea, Brian. Cool. Um, So we've got 24 hours of Le Mans coming up. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited that there's going to be a NASCAR race.
0: They chose there. the number. Did you see
2: that? Oh, no, I didn't. So it'll be number 24. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, do you know what the full lineup is?
0: Um, for drivers? Yeah. It was uh it's Jimmy Hold on. They announced, uh, they announced that, but I forgot who the oh, sweet. it was one of them was a Formula Jimmy Johnson, One champ. Mike
2: Rockefeller Jensen Button. Yep. I like Jensen Button a lot. Mm-hmm. He does some of the Formula One commentary and he is superb.
1: Fill me in a little bit on the Le Mans. I've never watched it. The only thing I know about it is from Ford versus Ferrari um it's what's what's the deal with this they got three drivers they just take eight hour shifts or are they
2: in and out throughout the race they They shift out uh, a lot more now in and out throughout the race i i i really like the 24 of lamont i'll try to watch as much of it as i can when it's on and yeah they'll usually do stints of like 45 minutes to an hour and a half sometimes more Mm -hmm.
0: it Uh, depends on how the driver's feeling honestly but that's about what you're your intensity level can stay at a really, really high pace for about that long. But generally what happens is, like, you have a primary driver. That driver will race more than anyone else. And then your secondary driver will race slightly less. And then the third driver or, or even the fourth driver sometimes will race less than those those folks. Um, but, yeah, they switch out a lot more. back Way back when they switched out way less because it took so long to get in and out of the car. But nowadays it's, it's really fucking quick, so.
2: Has Jimmy Johnson done any other uh, endurance racing?
0: Yeah, he's raced um, the 24 Hours of Daytona back before they had the Garage 56th century. Um, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So, um, and obviously, maybe not. it's not endurance, but obviously his, his experience in IndyCar Grand Prix is, is definitely helpful as well.
2: Right. Yeah, Le Mans is really cool uh, in large part just because it's a French town. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a small French town that once a year gets turned into like, one of the most famous racetracks in the world. Yeah. Um,
0: it's still it's still it's farmland huge... where the track is, but nearby is actually more of a booming city these days. And so, like, okay. it is more of an event to go to than it used to be, whereas before, like, you were literally, like, traveling out to a farm, like, you were going to a music festival, and then there happened to be a race there kind of thing. Times. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson has uh, competed in seven. It looks like seven Daytona. 24 hour
0: yeah races. he's definitely been around for for a long time doing that uh, yeah during his NASCAR career so
2: that's very cool I'm really interested to see how well the car does I just hope it's able to make it to the end um, and it would be cool if it was able to be competitive like with the lowest class at least do you know what they're aiming for in uh, terms of uh, I' have no clue years? I
0: have no idea what to expect with this car but um, you can look up the pictures online they unveiled it when we were at Daytona um it looks dope. Um obviously they added a couple wings and things to the the fenders and um to to increase the front down force on the car. Real uh, lights, lights, real lights, yep. It's yep. going to be nuts.
2: I think they shouldn't have used headlights. I think they should have just, you know, been men about it and driven fast without being able to see where they're going. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that would have been uh Maybe that have been interesting be. for sure. Um <laughs> especially out there. Yeah, there's not there's not a whole lot of uh uh, you know, unnatural light to to help guide you. Um, yeah. You would have had a hope they, for a full moon.
2: <laughs> one of the one of the uh like really classic parts of uh that track is the Mulsanne straight. No, that's not the right uh, name for it. But there's a huge straight that is like a third of the distance. It's just this huge straight.
0: The Mo- the Mulsanne straight is the Le Mans long straightaway. Okay, that is. I yep. got it right. Yeah, you nice. nailed it.
2: Yep. Um it used to just be one huge, huge, huge long straight that you'd be at full speed for like one or two full minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now they've broken it up into like three separate sections with uh, chicanes uh, partway through. But it's a great track. It's it it's just insane racing. Uh, I love having the prototypes there. The GT, there's usually professional GT drivers and then they'll have Pro-Am uh, drivers as well. So a combination of top top tier uh drivers along with pretty good endurance drivers along with really rich people along with classic drivers yeah that really rich people have paid to come be on their teams so that's racing baby Mm -hmm. uh we'll see if some good old-fashioned uh red-blooded american nascar can beat up these uh stuffy europeans yeah we'll see what happens Fingers crossed.
1: Speaking of red-blooded Americans, (laughs) short track racing is kind of NASCAR, one of their unique things. And we've got some announcement on the short track slash road course package. So some changes that came out, uh, Pockrass and Gluck both tweeted this, two-inch spoiler and the removal of three diffuser strakes and engine panel strakes. So looking like 30% reduction in downforce. Uh, Won't be used at Bristol or Dover. So basically anywhere... With the wet weather package, they're going to be using this new short tracks slash road course combo. So glad to see the changes personally on the short tracks because last year they were not exciting. Road courses, same deal. So what are you guys' thoughts on this new uh, package they're testing out?
2: Yeah, I think mixing it up considering last year's uh, short track racing makes a lot of sense. Yeah,
0: and, and Bristol and Dover make sense to not change either because they don't really race really like short tracks um they you know bristol having such high banks you can carry so much so much more speed than the guy in front of you you can really make and get passing opportunities and then dover same sort of thing but like at all the other ones like martinsville and stuff the cars were just too similar like you really couldn't get by the guy in front of you couldn't make up ground by being more gutsy than he was going to be going into the corner or something like that and so like that's kind of what they're trying to fix. They're trying to fix the ability for you to like to drive a little bit harder. Same thing goes for a road course, right? Make it so that there's a little, there could be a bigger difference in how the car is set up or or, or the difference in speed, but for between one guy and another guy, and allow the guy that's behind to take advantage of that. It sucks when you're faster than the other guy and there's no way you can get around. So,
1: the big thing, big thing for me on this one is it came out that Logano and Kesel, they both came out and said they like they tested on it so that's Mm -hmm. the biggest thing with nascar if you can't get the drivers on board for any changes those changes are dead in the water so two pretty high profile uh drivers coming out and saying that they liked it so that's good good momentum right there to begin with
0: well i think like every driver would probably come in and if you just ask them more or less downforce everyone would say less right like everyone wants downforce out of the, the, the the game if you're a driver because it just puts it all in your hands um like if the guys could go and just go buy a a show model, you know, or what I don't know, model room floor, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. The a car right out of the showroom, and just drive it out on the track, and all of them had an equal car. They'd rather Some do might that call it they,
2: a uh, stock car. Stock car,
0: hey, bad. there you go.
1: Is that what we're talking here?
0: Yeah, yeah. But they would they would prefer to just do that and then go at it because they all think they're the best driver in the world and they want to fucking prove it, right? So when it comes to downforce that ends up playing a lot more games into the favor of the car meaning more than the driver and eventually getting to the point where you know a couple years ago when we're lower horsepower you are just flat out it's about keeping momentum that it more than it is about like driving the car off at the razor's edge of what it could handle without spinning it out but keeping your speed up right like that's that's what you're getting in the reduction of downforce, the guy behind you doesn't have an advantage because he's not drafting off of you at a one mile track, which is kind of ridiculous, but that's where we're at. So,
2: Yeah. I think, uh, I think that all makes sense. And I think it's, yeah, I'm excited to see what it does. Like they needed to shake up the short track racing. That seems like a good strategy. Yeah.
0: I'm glad they did something. I thought we were just going to be in for the same year as last year and I was not yeah. happy about it. So I'm, I'm just glad something's yeah. happening. So,
2: uh, speaking about things getting shaken up, Chicago's mayoral leadership has gotten shaken up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lori Lightfoot not making it to the runoffs. Piso? She uh, was the mayor, still is the mayor, but was the mayor when the uh, decision was made to bring S- uh, NASCAR racing to the streets of Chicago. I think that her uh, not winning reelection makes it easier for these Subsequent to year two, year three races to be canceled. Mm-hmm. I think that the really big thing is we'll see. You know how the race goes. I think that how the race goes is going to be the biggest becomes thing more important
0: than before. Yeah, I think yeah. I think they had that three-year contract. Now it's a one year, and let's see how it works out. Which honestly, I'm I'm happier about. Um, yeah. And I, I think that's kind of how it should be. Uh, that all said, I also wonder. You know, how much could this be a good thing for NASCAR if they do pull out of years two and three of the Chicago Street Race? Are there are there like contractual agreements already in place in which NASCAR will get some of that Chicago money? Um, if so, that's that's a good thing My too. Tax dollars at work. Yes, sir. That's what you all get. Thank you, Larry. <laughs> um, <laughs> worth it. Worth a one year shot though, and that's what we're going to get. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, speaking of a Hopefully, one year shot. Great.
2: Would love it. Uh, uh, please go ahead. Yeah,
0: speaking of one year shot, uh, Bush sponsorship is up for grabs, y'all. And what I mean by that is Bush Light, Anheuser Busch, been a long time sponsor of the sport, currently sponsoring Kevin Harvick. Well, Kevin Harvick's out next year, but Anheuser Busch is not going anywhere. They want to sponsor someone. The current rumor, Ross Chastain.
2: Whoa, honestly, that would make sense to me. Yeah, and that'd be a great choice. Um, I feel like kyle bush is also a good choice but i wonder if that's just too many bushes yeah
0: kyle bush responded like it's literally my name kind of thing um
2: (laughs) from a marketing perspective
1: that's not the greatest thing though right they're just like oh kyle bush sponsored by bush whatever they're not going to make the connection you got to go to another driver whose last name isn't literally the product that you're going to be trying to be advertising
2: yeah 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 i see though kyle bush seems to have some pull
0: yeah, well, and and Kyle Bush is very uh, if he can if he can stay good, I think he could be the kind of guy that Anheuser Busch would be okay with. But that said, you can go nine years his senior. I think Ross Chastain's twenty eight. I want to say um, you can go you know nine years younger. And have a driver for another decade. Anheuser Busch does really like attaching themselves to someone and just riding it out. And Ross is a good bet on that, in my opinion. I
2: would be really happy for Ross to get that. Same. I think that'd be very
0: cool. Yeah, and also I like in the same way that we were talking about last year. You know, it seems always when we like lose a driver, we kind of get the same driver in. Kurt Busch went out, and we got Ty Gibbs in. Ty Gibbs reminds me exactly of Kurt Busch when he entered the sport. As Kevin Harvick leaves. He reminds, Ross Chastain reminds me a lot about him in in the early part of his career. Kevin was a very, very aggressive driver and made a lot of mistakes when he was younger. And that's what Ross is right now. Um, Granted, Kevin came into the sport um, around the same age, but with way different circumstances. Ross kind of like lost a ride and then happened to have Justin Marks pick him up kind of thing um as well as some other teams along the way helping them out but um you know different ways of getting there but they really are very very similar drivers at least at that point in their career so it just seems to always happen that way One last time thing is I a circle be,
1: before we move on to other seems series three. as a former employee of anheuser-busch's largest competitor i can tell you that people that work in marketing love nothing more that they can ride like you said for eight nine years and just coast on so uh, oh yeah
0: they're gonna make a commercial and use it for forever
1: probably going to pick a younger driver that's, like you said, maybe 28 like Jastain and lock him in for 10 years because that way marketing, whoever's on the NASCAR marketing team, they can just show up to the track, get their free comps, oh, do like jack that. shit, you, and, and roll it over from year to year. So that's just kind of how these as well big megacorps
2: the, run. Bush Light making a watermelon. I, that's so what I was about to say. I mean, All the it, watermelon the, the, the flavors. This writes itself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it writes
1: itself. So I, I think that's enough though. we've given them enough free advertising. For I'm, I'm I'm good with that.
0: I, I would have I would have liked, for the rumor, to have been out just for a week, so I could have had that be my rapid-fire question of, like, who should Bush go to? Like, who's the best? Mm. But, like, I don't know that I would have naturally thought of Ross, but Ross makes the most sense now that I've heard it, so.
2: Cool. Yeah.
0: On to other series. What's happening in F1, new guy?
2: Uh, we are starting the season up, racing in Bahrain. Uh, I'm excited. I've got a party that I'm going to to watch it. Nice. That's pretty much it.
0: How's uh what how's how's practice looking?
2: Uh I, I didn't really watch it. Oh, okay. Uh you know, I heard that uh Aston Martin is apparently uh gonna have more speed. They're expected to have more speed this year than previous years. McLaren apparently, Zach Brown has said that they are not meeting their aerodynamic efficiency targets. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah, McLaren looked real fucking slow, which honestly so. because they dropped Danny Rick, I'm like, yeah, fuck them. I hope yeah, they I hope they are terrible. So. Logan
2: Sargent. Yeah, come on, come pick on. a guy with a cooler name. I mean that is
0: <laughs> That is a pretty name, cool, name. <laughs> is a cool name. Um yeah, I mean, I looks looks it's so hard to always tell on the first races, you know, <laughs> yeah. pre-practice like some guys sandbag and stuff too, but you know, Red Bull's the team to beat. They still look like the team to beat. That's just going to be how it is. Ferrari will be there. Mercedes maybe looked like they were going to return to form, but they kind of returned I to form really, in the second half of the season.
2: Uh, so I really sure. want to see Lewis Hamilton spank some booties. I do too. But I, think I this never thought I a, would be at this point earlier in my F1 fandom, but I want yeah. to see Lewis Hamilton put people in chokeholds and murder them.
0: <laughs> I think, though, what we might see if, if Mercedes does return to form you're going to be seeing Russell in the uh, in victory lane quite a bit. I want
2: to see Lewis Hamilton pick up George Russell by his stupid little throat <laughs> and choke slam him. Yeah, me too. WWE style. Yeah.
1: If this Come is on. what happens at F1, I am going to have to start tuning in.
0: God, it's uh it the storylines are more impressive than the racing, and that's always been true about yes. F1. So, uh-huh. um, uh-huh. cool. Moving on, what's happening in IndyCar? Uh, BBG.
1: St. Petersburg is where we're hitting up IndyCar this week. Mm-hmm. Don't have a lot of background on that one, but all I know is we're going to St. Petersburg, going racing.
0: Oh, St. Petersburg, Florida, for the St. Petersburg Grand Prix. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, this is probably the worst motorsports podcast you could listen to if you really care about IndyCar. Um, probably the the motorsport that we pay the least attention to.
2: We know uh, that it exists. Yes, we know we that it ex- I exists.
1: Indy 500s Memorial Day weekend. That's about the extent of my mm-hmm. Indy knowledge. Um, other than that, I just haven't had a chance to get into it.
2: Yeah,
0: I agreed. Um, well, Formula E, I did watch. Yeah, I watched. I watched the race from this past weekend. They were in Cape Town, South Africa. It was awesome. It was superb. Really, really awesome. Um, it was nice. I had it. I had only watched the clips of the earlier races, but I don't know the like teams well enough to know who's supposed to win and who's, like, supposed to be bad. And so, like, it's, you know, you're kind of just along for the ride when you watch a race like that. You're just like, they're like, oh, the guy that just wrecked out, he's the points leader. And you're like, whoa, how did that happen? But it's only, like, a couple races in. Um, But overall, yeah, there were some wrecks. Um, The guy that ended up winning the race had two overtakes um, uh, on the outside in a really difficult part of the track to, to pass, made both of his overtakes for the win with that. They both crossed the line with, like, no energy left in the car. It was awesome. Uh, highly suggest you go back and watch at least the final five laps of that race because it's fucking dope. Um, yeah. Formula E's got my attention for sure, even before Sick. they get here to Portland.
2: Hell yeah. Um. um cool. cool. Well, should we go ahead and uh, talk about these upcoming races? Yeah, where are we headed this weekend? Hmm. Uh, we are going to one of... Mine and uh, B boy's favorite towns: Las Vegas Motor Speedway.
0: hmm Good track too. Your first NASCAR track, right? That's My our first fun fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
2: uh, that's what lost That's what the racetrack is most known for. I
0: yeah, think. new guys first. It that, it actually says that up there. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it took mm-hmm. new guys Virginia. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So our tr- our races are we're doing the triple header. We got all three races this week. Um, truck is back. Uh, truck is racing at nine Eastern. I'm guessing that's on that's a Friday, right? Yep. Xfinity will be at four thirty Eastern on Saturday, and Cup will be at three thirty Eastern on Sunday. Remember that they had and have been having the weird weather too. So um, hopefully, it's all blown out of there by well tomorrow, uh, uh, today I guess. If you're listening to the podcast on the day it comes out, um, and and they're all going to be good there. But uh, yeah, they've they were just on the other side of the mountains from from Auto Club, so um yeah what about those lap breakdowns how are we how are we looking
1: truck Victorious voice foundation 200 we got 30 stage 1 30 stage 2 74 in stage 3
0: hmm.
1: for xfinity we get the all uniforms 345 stage 1 45 stage 2 110 stage 3 to bring it home and cup on sunday penzoil 400 presented by jiffy lube quite the name there wow. 80 stage 1 Eighty-five stage two, one hundred two stage three to get us to four hundred lat-
0: miles. Yeah, that makes sense. Jiffy Lube is like one of the primary pushers of Pennzoil. So, um, also, I really like this Xfinity Lapse breakdown. Like they did this last week too, where the stages are basically half the length of the final stage. In this it's case, super long, Under half. Yeah. Third stage. I love it. I like it. I like That's it. Um, yeah, it's a it's a good breakdown. But again, I'm always a fan of breakdown of of the laps basically just being different in every stage so as long as it's something like that i'm I'm pretty happy um speaking of penzoil did y'all see joey logano's car for this week looks great no yeah it's uh it's like it looks like steve park's old car with the black um horizontal lines on it it looks it looks fast i like it um all right some previous winners here last year alex bowman if you remember it was a it was a two-lap shootout between him and larson um, they ran side-by-side side all the way for the first lap and a half, and going into the final corner, Larson took it a little wide, um, and Bowman took the win right there in the final, you know, what, quarter of a mile, basically. Um, the year before that, though, Kyle Larson won. Um, and the year, uh, two years before that, 2020 and 2019, Joey Logano won. So Pennzoil sponsoring the right race um, for, for a track that Logano really, really likes. So time to make our smart and hard picks, I think.
2: Oh, yeah. let's do a, I'm ready.
0: Let's do a quick rundown, though, first of uh, where Ooh, our penis. smart and hard picks are right now. Um, have you all seen my sheet? I put a lot of effort into this while watching the races this past Ooh, weekend.
1: I did. I popped it open.
0: It's uh. So I've got a couple nice. Uh, I'll put in some other statistics in here at some point. But I've got what driver have we picked the most. Obviously, as the season goes on, that'll be a little bit different. Um, right now, I've not picked the same driver twice. But new guy, you've picked Blaney twice. And baby G, you've picked Kyle Busch twice. Um, and then I've also got our best pick driver. So who who have we picked and they have performed well for us. Um, and uh, right now, oh, I may not have that actually working well. Um, wow. I'll fix that part. But um, right now, our average finishes for the year are, are, are like positioning wise right now is me with an average position of 22, new guy with an average position of 12, which is the lead and BBG with an average finish position of 18. So kind of equally spread out Whoa. again, two races in, but new guy off to the races. Let's count it. Mm-hmm. it Stop the count, right? Um, cool. Well, uh, the one thing I want to discuss and I want to discuss this live and, and it will affect the current standings is if you finish first, like if you pick the driver that wins, should it not count as a one? Should it count as something like a negative five
1: Interesting. interesting i'm gonna have to see three years of back data before i can answer
0: <laughs> that question it's hard it's hard to pick the winner i mean that's my my stance and last year specifically like again it was anyone's call any given week so i'm okay with adding that in here and it you know we don't have money on that's this but an we extra
2: should bonus yeah sure i love
1: it because First if you get a guy in second five. it should mean a heck of a lot more to be in that number one spot than it is in second so i'm on board
0: all right, I just dropped you to a negative five, so your average is now sixteen point five. Yeah, uh, it. fucking Love catch it. up,
2: bro. <laughs> yeah,
0: so we're almost equally spread out now, um, which is wow. interesting. So amazing. Um, the other thing I wanted to propose is, in terms of the order, we've never done a good job of like knowing the order in which we should pick these. Should it be that you get to go first if you're in last place?
2: Uh, sure. Like start with or the yeah, lowest average. Uh, yeah,
1: encourage some parity.
0: Love it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, um, let's see here. I don't have NASCAR.com open, and now I have to go first. So, I shouldn't have proposed that until I was prepared. But. Put him I on a mean, shot clock He's not done in five pit, seconds. I'm yeah, yeah. This is you know, this is hit of professionals. <laughs> this is what happens in the draft, right? You you have yeah. eight months to think about it, even though you're first up and you still get the five minute clock, right? Mm-hmm. Um, similar
1: to the NBA all star draft when Giannis drafts Ja Morant and he goes, Oh, I didn't know Ja was good enough to be a starter. <laughs> <laughs> not even eligible to be picked.
0: Um, all right here. All right, my smart pick for this week is going to be Cogblish. Made it easy. Love it. I'm not picked um, him yet, love so it.
1: shit. I'll jump in on uh, second pick here. Pick. I'm gonna go Joey Logano for my smart pick.
0: I like it. And new guy smart pick.
2: I'm gonna go with Ross Chastain. Nice
0: first in first in points, which I guess we'll, we'll hear yeah, about a little bit later. Him. All right, um, my heart pick. Remember, smart pick can be anywhere. It doesn't actually have to be a top ten driver, but your your Heart pick has to be someone that's outside the top ten in points. So just driver points, wins don't like vault you to the top or anything like that. I'm gonna go with uh, Chase Elliott on this one.
2: God, stop! Probably gonna take your next (laughs) one, new guy. I'm gonna hit up Kyle Larson as my my heart pick. Dang! Stop taking my people from me.
1: This is what happens Uh, when you're winning. You gotta, you gotta pick last with our new as a wise man once. uh,
2: Let, let my people go. Um, yikes, yikes, yikes. What if I chose Travis Pastrana? He's not raising. That would, nuts. that would be nuts. I know. I know, Brian. Okay. But we're having fun. You know, we're all <laughs> having fun here. Uh, I'm going to pick Martin Truex Jr.
0: All right, MTJ. Locked and loaded. We are good to go going into this weekend at Vegas. Um, we'll see how that shakes out.
1: took. I think that brings us into Rapid Fire. Nice. I got one I'll jump in right right away here. So I was looking up the standings this week, and I was looking for Bubba Wallace. I searched Bubba, and nothing showed up, so I'm like, what's going on here? Why is he not in the standings? Only to find out that his actual given name is Daryl. So my question for you guys is, what's your favorite NASCAR nickname? Can be past or present? Hmm.
0: Well, okay. I Does already that have, have to be a
2: nickname or can I give my favorite NASCAR?
0: Let's do both cuz I have a real name as well that I love from NASCAR's
2: history. Yeah. My favorite real name is Dick Trickle. I knew you were going to say that.
0: I've anyway.
1: seen his name yeah. on the Slinger Speedway wall of fame so yeah. many times and it cracks me up every it's, single time. I, it's <laughs> a work it.
2: of art. Love his parents It's as incredible. As well. I would love to shake his parents' hands. Yeah.
0: My, uh, do you have a best NASCAR nickname, though, New Guy? I don't. No. Yeah. I think, I think the Intimidator is probably my favorite nickname. Um, that's where like, I was going go to go too. I just it's, absolutely love that. It's too good. I mean, I always liked Daryl's, Daryl Waltrips. It was Jaws. And just like the, the idea of, again, it's a, and it's an intimidating type name. You can just hear the music in your head as he's chasing you down kind of thing. Like, I, I, I really like that. Um, but, uh, the best name, although as much as I like Dick Trickle, the best name in NASCAR's history, in my opinion, is Buckshot Jones. It's a really good one. Wow. You can't be anything wow. but a NASCAR driver with a name like Buckshot, Buckshot Jones. Buckshot
2: Jones.
0: Yeah. True name. First That's
2: name incredible. Buckshot. Was that his Christian name?
0: I I, I got to look that up, actually, because I'm not sure. Um, First
2: name Buckshot.
0: Oh no, that was his nickname. Okay, so I'm gonna oh. say that's his. Uh, that that that's the best nickname, is what I'm. Gonna I go got with. a
1: different one as well. I mean, the king for yeah. Richard Petty, like just literally, I'm the king. That, to have that nickname, you know you're oh,
2: fucking. Buckshot's good, the so. best nickname. Yeah. Absolutely love the king as well. Okay, my answer is Buckshot for nickname, Dick Trickle for real name. Yeah, I think now this I'm I'm willing amazing. to go with that.
0: I I thought his real name was maybe Buckshot. Um, I, I knew some people that had th- I, this guy's. He's from Georgia. And I, growing up, knew some. I, I knew a guy named Bigwood, that was his first name. So we big can Wood. we
1: can tweet this out at podcast big one. And I'm looking at an article from March 10th, 2016 on NASCAR.com. There was actually a bracketed tournament for the best NASCAR nicknames. Ooh. And they've got Whoa. it looks like 16 drivers that they put in a sweet 16. So we'll tweet this out on the podcast if you want if you want to catch that as well.
0: Sure. Yeah. Sounds good. Love the fan engagement. Sponsored what? by Kit's Kitchen and Coffee. Very
1: engaged. All right, someone hit me with a rapid fire.
2: Um, what city would you like to see a NASCAR race in? Has this been asked? It
0: has, but um, I think that was before God, Baby G had joined us. So this is this is a good one. Oh, um,
2: hmm have two answers
1: we've got a lot of big market tracks already as it is or or tracks that are ancillary to big markets you know atlanta la charlotte obviously mm-hmm. daytona and florida we've got miami um
0: i love that atlanta was your first answer so that's good major 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 city racing so yeah fair.
1: um i'm thinking it would be cool to just kind of bring racing somewhere where they may not get big ticket racing somewhere like north dakota south dakota i don't know if that's gonna play or not that's but very
2: giving of you
1: let's throw a track down on bozeman montana street race if chicago falls through i think let's they're gonna go. be oh, that would be
0: cool that would I be think really they're cool. be wind cool. up
1: ready to go it's like screw yeah. you chicago we're going to the middle of nowhere that sounds sick. the people are gonna absolutely flock
0: i would love it yeah i would i would i would go to that for sure mostly because it's close um yeah my we make sure i understood this question correctly is it for a street race or is it just where would I wish they would build a track near what city street race? Oh, street race. Okay. Well, I'm I'm going to stick with the same answer. Um, I'm going to go with Seattle. Um, I think the Pacific Northwest deserves a NASCAR event. Um, as much as like I live really close to Portland international and I do want to see some races here. I want like an oval track somewhere out here. Um, that said, I would be really, really happy if they were to do the street race through like the industrial, you know, the Southern, um, area of, of Seattle downtown um and and did a did a street course down through there and then they could drive up near where the stadium is um that would make for a pretty good road course in my opinion
2: nice i dig it my two answers are detroit uh there is when i visited there there's a really cool like curving long road right along the water that has a bunch of like billionaires houses yep uh, lining it and it would be a lot of fun to have really loud cars drive right by there and then in the like there's close enough like the classes of the neighborhood shift dramatically very very rapidly in Detroit so you'd be able to go all throughout all kinds of different parts of the city uh, pretty quickly well do do I have fun for them to drop down to the highway that's lowered as well I mean Detroit, Plus, cars are from Detroit.
0: Yeah. Do I have news for you, though, new guy? Is that Oops. they they host the Detroit Grand Prix for IndyCar? And it's a. It's oh a yeah, that's on Belle Isle. That's on yeah Belle Isle, exactly right off of downtown Detroit,
2: and that's yeah, that's fucking really cool racetrack. That shit is very cool. Yeah. Uh, I will admit that I had forgotten about that, but <laughs> uh, I want NASCAR to be driving through the actual town. Yeah. Um. My other choice is Monaco. Okay,
0: uh, it's crazy. not wide enough. I hate it. I hate Monaco. I have such a uh, I hate, I hate it Monaco would be so much,
2: so bad. But I also think it would be hilarious to have forty NASCARs <laughs> out there, like bumping and banging. Everyone would just close their windows. The Streets be, of Monaco. Yeah, shouting. Yeah, no one would be. Happy about it. God, it would rule. <laughs> all
0: all right.
2: right, give me give me a rapid fire. Rapid. Fire. I got it. All
0: right, does Austin Dillon get a win this year?
2: Why do you do this to us? I'm just curious. Brian. It's a good question. We're friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm, gen- I'm genuinely curious. What do you all think?
2: Um, I don't think so. Even with early success
0: by both him and Kyle Bush.
2: Uh,
0: I think oh, yes he's too distracted with his I, show.
1: He's talented enough that he could win. I mean... What do we got? 26, 27 races for the full season. Yeah,
0: thirty six for the it. whole season. Twenty six. Thirty six for, like for the whole season. Excuse yeah.
1: me, but um, yeah, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm seeing. I'm getting a win this year. Don't know where it's gonna come from, but I absolutely think he's got the talent to get it done.
2: I think he's more likely than not, but I think luck is not on his side this year.
0: Yeah, I think like get wrecked sort of like last year it's like where he has a good car his teammate has a good car and so he really needs like both him and his teammate to both be better than the rest of the field and for his teammate to crap out in some kind of way or make a mistake for him to win he won last year at daytona final race of the regular season but it was because tyler reddick pushed him to it right like was like i need to get you in the in the playoffs like this is team orders i'm gonna push you there so i say i think outside of kyle bush pushing him to a win that this early success is more of an indication of rcr having good cars and kyle bush being that good of a driver and that there is a big talent gap between kyle bush and austin dillon and that's why i say no so
1: good stuff good stuff let me get into my second one here so We touched on this real briefly earlier. Do we think a new track, this short track in Fontana, is actually going to happen?
0: Well, yes, I I think it is going to happen. I think they can't lose the market of that that close to L.A. As much as they have been enjoying doing the Clash, honestly, how many more years are they going to do that? Maybe one or two more, I would guess. Um, They're going to have this short track down there near L.A., and I'm going to go to it um very excited about it so i bet a lot of people in the la area that like nascar are as well
1: the absolute worst decision that they could make was try to make the clash of points race i think they got to go forward with this fontana short track and it seems like why would you not just sell i want to say they sold like 500 acres kept about 100 maybe a little less than 100 why would you keep it if you were just going to sell it you know two years down the road when you scrap your plans for the short track i I personally think it, it's going to happen because, like you said, there's just no no way they want to let go of that L.A.
0: area yep. market. They, I think they held on to 90 acres, which, in comparison, I think Martinsville and Bristol all have over 150 acres. So it's the smallest, over, like—
1: Martinsville has over 300
0: was it? Was well, it's over 300. Yeah, yeah. I Maybe it was Bristol that I actually, I know it's Bristol because I've been there multiple times, but they only own the track where up to where like the dragway is and some distance around it. But then the rest of it's all farms and, and farmland that you can camp on that is, that is privately owned. So um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, the, they don't need a lot of space for this. You know, the good thing about commercial area is that if they're gonna have a NASCAR race, all of that commercial land, all of those factories and stuff, will just sell their out their parking lots to whoever's coming to the race. So that's how that's what we always do at Daytona, right? We always end up parking yeah, in the back true. at some industrial place.
2: Very true. Cool. Um. So my second question is: uh, We've seen Frankie Muniz get into racing, Narca. In Who are some celebrities or comedians? that you would like to see getting into racing?
0: Hmm. That's a good question. Vin Me? Diesel, unfortunately, Ooh. he's probably
1: way too big. Damn. But Vin Diesel, man, he's, good, he's not that the, fast. big.
0: He's, cool. not, that he's
1: furious, not that big. He's got that Fast and the Furious uh, cred. That's I think cool. he could get in there and rip it up a little bit.
0: Yeah, he's not that big, by the way. He's not very tall. They just make him look big on uh, movies. Exactly, yeah. That, I mean, he's, exactly. he's swole, I guess, if you want to say it that way. But he's not, yeah, he's not, not tall. Yeah, not tall,
2: though. Yeah okay vin diesel excellent suggestion i would like to see jeff foxworthy get into the car and he has to, every time they call him up he makes uh you might be a redneck jokes so.
0: <laughs> man yeah you you must really like the fox broadcast then um <laughs> i feel like that's that's what they, they would call do it the foxworthy
2: time. broadcast
0: yeah for sure um geez that, that's a it's such a good question um i'm gonna go with oh patrick dempsey guy that's always been really interested in racing um and i feel like would do a pretty good job
2: yeah yeah bring him over to nascar yes exactly yeah that'd be cool i'd be into it i want to see him start a nascar team yeah
0: didn't we we saw him drive the formula e track when we were at new york
2: oh yeah we did that's that was cool
0: yeah Cool. Uh, last question. What industry that is not currently sponsoring NASCAR should be sponsoring NASCAR?
2: Wow. Um,
0: you could say company if you want to go with company, but I thought industri- industry was a better
2: question. My company? Um, I think that uh, like retail sort of targeting younger people uh, could be targeting NASCAR. I also think Maybe, like, I I would be interested if, like, Roblox or something like that did a crossover with NASCAR, where they were trying to get younger kids into cars driving fast, like Fortnite or whatever. Like, having the games industry have more of an overlap with NASCAR. Yeah.
0: That was going to be my answer, though.
2: That's interesting, because I
1: know it was maybe two or so years ago, NASCAR did, did a little bit of promotions in rocket league. I know I got some yep. attachments for my car from NASCAR stuff, but I think that's a good,
0: there was a, a pub G car as well. I think Noah Gregson oh, yeah. ran the PUBG car at one point. Um, I remember having some halo cars way back when like Mountain Dew halo cars. Um, but yeah, I, w- I was going to say gaming like gaming just doesn't as like a whole really sponsor cars as much as I feel like they could. Um, But, yeah, that was going to be my answer, too.
1: I mean, for me, it's... This is a tough one, because there's maybe some ancillary stuff like this, but you got, like, Black Rifle Coffee, but why wouldn't, like, Starbucks jump in there? It's like, hey, we got these guys driving 500 miles. You need to wake up or something (laughs) with the noise or something's waking you up with the cars. I don't know if that's You need Coffee Wars to go along with Tractor Wars and and, and, and Burger burger Wars. wars. Let's just get all the wars (laughs) involved here yeah um there's so many so many so many sponsors already for nascar it's like trying to pick one that's not involved that would even make sense is is hard like to get like supplements or something like i i've got no idea
2: i want to see a shark week car
0: <laughs> when you mention coffee that is interesting to me that besides black rifle coffee we don't really have any of the like fast food type of coffee places sponsoring cars that that is actually really interesting to me and there's no Dunkin' car NASCAR runs on Duncan. It just works. Like, why don't it's they easy, do that? Easy, right? You go
2: fast. NASCAR runs on Duncan. Yeah, they
0: had my, Five Hour Energy for a while, which I know isn't coffee, but similar, similar type of thing.
2: My industry is adult novelties and toy stores that uh, <laughs> primarily cater to truckers. All right.
0: <laughs> yeah, the ones that you see along <laughs> the the road. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, Excite. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, oh, he's looking William's a little sleazy. Den or something. Yeah.
0: No, I think that brings us to the end of rapid fire. And that brings us right along into New Guy Reads the Standings. Ugh, your fine. first your first real one of the year. Wow. Baby G had a film. We last week. I
1: missed you last week. week. I, f- I fumbled through it. Show me we how did. a real pro does it this week. All right.
2: Well, um, okay. I'm just going to read them off. And I'm going to start off, as is tradition, at the top. Coming in at number one, Ross Chastain coincidentally also driving the one car mm-hmm. with 92 points. Then we've got Joey Logano in second place coincidentally driving the 22 car. Conspiracy? I think so. Mm-hmm. Third place, Alex Bowman. Then Kevin Harvick. Daniel Suarez coming in at fifth place with 77 points, followed by Chris Busher, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Kyle Busch in eighth place in the eighth car. In the eighth car Coincidence? Y- did you I see Kevin not. Harvick
0: in fourth with the four car? Missed oh that one.
2: God. I zo- Yeah, I zoomed right over that. <laughs> uh, thank you. Denny Hamlin in ninth place. Brad Keselowski in tenth. Then Martin Truex Jr. Ryan Blaney in twelfth in the twelve car. Incredible. <laughs> Corey LaJoy. Chase Elliott in 14th with 49 points. Tying Christopher Bell in 15th place. And then Michael McDowell bringing out or rounding out the top 16 with Forty points.
0: Yeah, a long season to go. A lot of guys that are down here right yeah. now. Kyle Larson that I see down there would probably be up in there. My boy Tyler I mean, Reddick only has four points right now. He's dead last. He's behind Travis Pastrana.
2: Yeah, we're at a point right now where Travis Pastrana is <laughs> ahead of nine full-time drivers. Yep. So yep. things yep, are going to get a ways to go. Yep. Uh, um, all right. Well, that's when your guy the reads season, the standings. What can I say?
0: you read them well all right well i think that brings us to the end of our episode you want to bring us out baby g
1: let's do it so we're currently in the west coast swing so heading to las vegas motor Speedway. So looking forward to a full three series slate this upcoming weekend this has been uh, podcast big one again twitter podcast big one or emails podcast big one at gmail.com this has
2: been baby g this is b-boy hey i'm new guy Bye bye. I bought 10 tickets for monster trucks today. Also, uh one of the people isn't coming so baby g if you want to come see monster trucks on saturday at 7 p.m
1: i'm actually going to be in chicago on saturday for a friend's birthday we're
2: we're doing rock oh. climbing and then going to dinner so i don't think i'll be able to make 7 p.m we got like just eight. ditch them so yeah. yeah just ditch it i'll just rock climb industry. with them
0: and then go to monster trucks. <laughs> yeah i'm out, I'm in, out of, invite them birthday em, dinner i'm going to monster trucks
2: <laughs> invite them out to monster trucks and be like oh sorry there's only one ticket left <laughs> Surely it's not sold out. It's monster trucks. Dude, I actually it is it is sold out. Oh my gosh. Um and I waited too long to buy all the tickets and had to overpay. But it's okay. We're we're learning lessons.